Lieutenant Colonel Pritzker rejects his sex and political affiliation. Lieutenant Colonel James Nicholas Pritzker, now known as Jennifer Natalia Pritzker, is trying to commandeer the Republican Party to serve the interests of the trans cult he officially joined in 2013. A year ago, Pritzker, a longtime rhino donor to GOP campaigns, often the campaigns of rhinos, who has the dubious distinction of being the world's only known trans billionaire, threatened the GOP that if they didn't climb aboard the trans train, he was piling all his buckets of ducats on it and speeding away. He's now making good on his threat. In 2016, assuming Trump, quote, would be at least as LGBTQ friendly as any Democratic candidate, end quote, Pritzker donated $250,000 to Trump's campaign. But after Trump, quote, tweeted his intention to ban transgender people in the military, reversing an Obama-era directive, end quote, Pritzker reversed his position on the GOP. He has now donated to the presidential campaign of Pete Buttigieg, another man who, like Pritzker, seeks to use power to advance sexual perversion. Now Pritzker rejects both his sex and his political affiliation, thereby demonstrating that he cares more about his deviant sexual desires than even fiscal matters, gun control, or defense. Pritzker's use of his checkbook to spread the toxic trans ideology isn't limited to supporting Democrats and extorting the GOP. In the service of normalizing sexual deviance, he has also donated, and I quote, $6.5 million to the Program in Human Sexuality at the University of Minnesota, $5.99 million to Palm Center, an LGBTQ think tank, for a study on trans people in the military, $2 million for the world's first chair of trans studies at the University of Victoria, British Columbia, $1 million to Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago for a gender and sex development program, and $50,000 for the first trans study course at the University of Toronto, end quote. Here's what I wrote a year ago in response to his extortionist threat. As most Illinoisans know, the billionaire cousin of our toiletless billionaire governor, J.B. Pritzker, is Jennifer Pritzker, who, after retiring from his 27-year army career, now pretends to be a woman, a Republican woman. Last week, in a commentary replete with overheated rhetoric that appeared in the Chicago Tribune and Washington Post, Pritzker falsely accused the GOP of assaulting, demonizing, marginalizing, and persecuting those who pretend to be the sex they are not, and whining that Republicans won't use incorrect pronouns when referring to him as Democrats will do. Maybe Pritzker's right. Maybe more Republicans are committed to truth and reality than Democrats. How, in Pritzker's view, does the GOP assault, demonize, marginalize, and persecute trans-identifying people? Well, apparently it does so by not subordinating the meaning and value of objective biological sex to subjective internal feelings about maleness and femaleness, by not wanting men and women to intrude into the private spaces of opposite-sex persons, by using pronouns correctly, and for opposing men and women who serve our country being forced to bunk and shower with persons of the opposite sex. His demands are even more absolute and presumptuous. He won't tolerate even being thought of as eccentric for his predilection for cross-dressing. 
And he's not just threatening the Illinois GOP, he's threatening the national GOP as well. He makes clear his extortionist impulses by repeatedly reminding Republicans that his money, er, I mean, support, is contingent on the GOP platform reflecting his sexuality ideology. And I quote him, I am also a Republican who generously supports my party. Anti-transgender platforms are causing me to evaluate my party support. I have supported many Republicans in elections. As a result, the GOP's positions have forced me to refocus my attention away from its agendas I support. Every dollar spent defending transgender rights is one dollar less I can contribute toward other party initiatives. When the GOP asked me to deliver six- or seven-figure contributions for the 2020 elections, my first response will be, why should I contribute to my own destruction? End quote. Got it, you penniless peons? Despite what establishment Republicans, rhinos, or gutless GOPers tell you, the social issues matter. You heard it from Pritzker's own ruby lips. While he claims to be philosophically aligned with the small government principles of the GOP, he wants to use government to enforce his sexuality ideology. Pritzker states that woman is his true identity, claiming he needs to express his internal identity so that others can see him as he sees himself. Let's unpack that a little. First, what does he mean when he refers to his true identity? All identity refers to is his strong, persistent desire to be a woman and to accouter himself with what the left describes as the arbitrary, socially constructed conventions associated with maleness or femaleness. Second, when he says, so that others can see him as he sees himself, he implies without proving that there exists a compelling public reason that others should see him as he sees himself. In addition to his strong, persistent desire to masquerade as a woman, he apparently has a strong, persistent desire to have others not only see that he wants to be a woman, but treat him as if he were a woman. But that's a bridge too far because it requires of others that they deny both reality and, in many cases, their religious beliefs. Pritzker next implies that those who reject the assumptions of the trans ideology are ignorant, claiming that the, quote, medical community has known for decades that sex and gender cannot be determined solely by birth anatomy or chromosomes, end quote. He's right that in a very small percentage of the population who are born with intersex disorders of sexual development, anatomy and chromosomes are not determinative of sex. But intersex disorders are wholly irrelevant to those like Pritzker who don't have intersex disorders. Moreover, as leftists tell us, Gender is the aggregate of arbitrary, socially constructed conventions associated with maleness or femaleness. So the medical community has never made any determinations about gender based on birth anatomy or chromosomes. He goes on to make another accurate point. He says, and I quote, There are many physical, social, and psychological elements that form a person's gender identity, end quote. Bingo! And extra points for admitting that opposite-sex identification can be shaped by social and psychological factors. He also gets extra points for admitting that social progressives, 
in the GOP, like him, seek to, quote, reform from within, end quote, the Republican Party's positions on LGBTQ issues. He remains disappointed, however, that Republicans still don't want him to use women's public restrooms, which he deems persecution. To be clear, Pritzker sees women who don't want to share restrooms with men as persecutors. Ironically, while relentlessly engaged in demagogic appeals to emotion, Pritzker chastises Republicans for reacting to, quote, rhetoric based on emotion, not on science and research, end quote. He fails to mention what scientific research he thinks proves conclusively that Americans are obligated to refer to him as she, share restrooms with opposite-sex persons, or treat subjective internal feelings about one's maleness or femaleness as if it's more important than objective immutable biological sex. Nor does he cite any research-based, conclusive, hard science proving that humans can be, quote, born in the wrong body, end quote. Not even woefully unstable, unreliable social science research can prove any of those claims. Pritzker is, of course, free to donate his ducats to whichever cause, party, or candidate he wants. But he's not merely donating his ducats. He's also trying to extort the GOP. Pritzker seeks through extortion to compel Americans to pretend to believe that he is a woman. So much for the big tent tolerance, and respect for diversity.